0: Cash the Ticket, a Mike Valenti podcast. All right, we are back. It is the pre-Christmas edition of Cash the Ticket. This is a breakfast session with Sully and I as we are <laughs> taping, uh, Jesus, 8.30 in the morning here on Thursday. Um, well, let, let, we are actually uh, renaming the podcast. At least when I open my mouth, it, it's gone from Cash the Ticket to Cut the Check. Huh? Nah. I uh, know, like last week, we always have a topic. Now I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what Sully's record was. Three and five and one. Okay, I was one five and one. Now you know what the best part is. Before people turn the pot off, yeah. Did you ever wonder who was that guy who had Redskins plus six and a half with the worst bad beat in history? Me. Hey, who was the guy who had Seattle up like thirty to six with six minutes to go, and then they push? Yeah. Like, I think. I'm being serious with you. The Washington game is every reason why when this show is over, I'm going back to my regular life. Yeah, because th- this isn't th- that's not fun,
1: dude. It's so teviant, But that's that's bullshit. Yeah.
0: There wasn't a single moment Philly was the right side in that game. Washington was ahead the entire game. The moment they weren't ahead, they were still covering. There was never a moment in that game where Washington was outside the happy zone. Never. And then 26 seconds to go in Eagles territory. Dwayne Haskins loses his fucking mind and just ugh, laterals it for no reason. And the best part, there's like four Redskins chasing Nigel Bradham down. None of them can get him. There's zeros on the clock. Someone just trip him, fall. Maybe the player falls. Sometimes they don't return to the end That's the worst beat of my life. But you want to know the difference between just going three and three, no harm, no foul, little entertainment, little fun, you don't win, you don't lose, and a disaster of one, five, and one and now you're paying. It's that. It's the same thing with fucking Seattle. Like, what are you doing? Four minutes to go, clock running? Pass incomplete, pass incomplete. Like, run the ball. Let's get out of here. I don't know. Maybe the worst beat of the week for people who had that over-under total. If you had under 49 in Atlanta and San Francisco and Atlanta in the last five seconds of the game scores, two touchdowns to send over the total – That you have every right along with me to just go, what are we doing? You know, it's funny. We go to tape, Mike, and and, and it's – I think the easiest thing to do is people will go, oh, you know, whatever. You you don't know anything. And it's like, hey, maybe I don't. I'm not a pro. But, you know, we put a lot of work in. I really try to find angles, and I try to find interesting things. And I don't come on the air and just give you big public favorites or – do what some of these scumbags do and just go, hey, man, just bet the Ravens on the money line, minus 1500. <laughs> I really try. When shit like that happens and I tell people, and I, I, I don't want people doing what I'm doing, it's more if you choose to do it. You know how bad I feel when Washington, like, I, that's a pick nobody had. And I had it. And I'm, you know, like, if somebody put their money on it and followed me on that, do you know how shitty that makes me feel? Like, dude, I I bet what I can afford. Like, I'm in total control because I'm not a degenerate loser, but there are people who bet what they can't afford. Right. Dude, that scares the hell out of me. When something like that happens, for me, it was more just a curse word and, like, my God, I'm I'm cursed since the calendar uh, has turned to December. Jesus Christ, can you imagine in a sports book or, or someone out there who bet what they couldn't afford, oh. that's what scares me with the legalization of sports betting. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. that I'm telling you. The one thing, and not that this is going to help or calm any nerves, but the one thing I would say about that whole topic, though, Mike, I don't have that, any nerves left. No, the, the one thing I would just like to say about that is, is don't... <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, like you can't beat yourself up over that because as crazy as some of these bad beats are, they happen every single day. Van Pelt does a segment every single night, every single night, I, it seems like I watch this, he does a segment about a bad beat, or it's some random college basketball game or whatever, and the last second something stupid happens, and it changes the point spread and the outcome of the game from a betting perspective. So, these 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 crazy bad beats, some certainly seem worse than others, they do happen all the time. It's crazy know, how
0: you, close Vegas is. You know what else this experiment has, has shown me? And... It, it, and I mean it. I, you, it's official. You cannot beat the book long term. Yeah, can't beat them. Nope. I mean, Mike, you've had a really nice season. You're starting to sputter a little bit. I'm rooting for you. I hope you pull a nine and zero out of your hat again. But my mm-hmm. point is, let's say you finish the season and you're up. When you really in seventy seven or something. R- you know? right. And and what did you end up winning? Yeah. Nothing. Right. Nothing. You know, me, I was up all year. Now, for the first time, I'm officially overall in the red. And it's like, you're betting 17 weeks straight. I don't know how guys are going to continue into hockey and basketball and baseball. No, thank you. Yeah. What this has shown me is twofold. A, I enjoy doing it the way I used to do it. I only bet when I was in Vegas. Your retreat. Uh, it was just, you, you let the lion out of the cage, and you just enjoy the process. Uh, hashtag Matt Patricia <laughs> But no like This has kind of taken away some of the joy Of doing it every week Like I'm beholden to it Based on the podcast You know so it's funny like you I'm sitting there and like started the season You and I were like ravenous We were like two dudes starving at a steakhouse mm. And you're like this is great Let's sink our teeth into the games yeah. Nevada plus 11 I'm yeah. like dreading finding angles because w- when the things you're doing have stopped working, it's terrifying because I don't have another out. Like, do I do what Big Cat does with Barstool and I just go, well, I like Team A, so I'm going to go with Team B? No, I'm not doing that. Right. I can't do that yeah, shit. Reverse psychology, yeah. But like, I genuinely, I, I don't take a lot of public stuff. I, I try to play a lot of underdogs. I try to, you know, I've really studied and I learn about, you know, reverse line movement and where the money differentials are. I'm trying to do it right. Like great example. Last week in the early NFL window. This is how you know I am I got fucking destroyed. 7 out of 8 favorites covered. I'm dead, right? I'm dead. Because I'm never going to be the kind of guy to play a bunch of favorites. You know the one favorite who didn't cover? Seattle, the one favorite I was on. They pushed. Right. So it's like it's the same thing when I'm at the track. On days where favorites win, I'm dead. I'm dead. Because I, I just, you're not going to win betting favorites. You're not. And I, and I make fun of Sully and we goof around about, oh, there you go, taking Baltimore again. You know what? God bless. But I'll tell you, long term, you're not going to make money that way. Yeah. It's, it's designed for you to lose that way, but all right, enough about that. Guys, all I can say is, like, I never apologize, but I do feel bad. Like, God, I put so much work into it, and and for, for it to be a bad beat on Washington, to be it that horrible push on Seattle, and then just look, outright, like, a terrible selection here or there, it sucks. So we'll try it again. I mean, all you can do is get back on the hobby horse. Um, Mike, the way I want to approach bowl season— since we're recording one of these every week. Yeah. I got a couple little plays here on the shit games. Right. Um, I can do those, and yeah, then I'll move straight to the NFL if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, please. Let's get a few of these college games that uh, are I'm right on Saturday.
0: So, yeah, I know. A, a couple of thrilling matchups. Let me give you a strange one, and it's a total that I want to sell to you. Okay. Because you're the total king. Although um, last week, both of them were the worst totals I picked all season, but yes. I read a piece... Uh, about the weather for the Bahama Bulls, which is Buffalo and Charlotte down in the Bahamas. Sounds great, right? Yep. They are expecting up to 50 mile-an-hour wins. <laughs> Historic winds. Now, the total started at 56.5. It is down to 52.5. Yeah, a half. Yeah. The I longer you wait to bet this, the lower this thing's going to go. But then I started to look at tempo. Now, I watch Buffalo play Kent State on like a Wednesday night. You can call me a loser, but like I said, I work hard to try to give you guys... Educated takes, despite my horrific last few weeks. Bottom line, Buffalo plays incredibly slow pace, and they want to pound the rock. Charlotte plays an incredibly slow pace. You're talking about two teams that don't execute offensive plays quickly. You're talking about wind that will all but take away the passing game. Mike, I'm surely not a totals expert. You can tell. Where people are hammering this early, that's sharp money. No one's betting the Bahama Bulls, um, you know, who are just drunk guy at Sportsbook. Sharp people got that forecast and placed those bets. I think you grab it at fifty two and a half and yeah. go under before Absolutely. it goes lower. So with and it's, your, gonna,
1: it's gonna go. I mean, I even see it a little lower on mine. It, it's gonna definitely go lower. You said fifty two and a half for yeah. sure. With yeah, your blessing,
0: Pontiff. Yeah, would you course. allow me to play this? No, and
1: I, 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 I'll join you. I will as well. It's um, it's one of those two where you mentioned the passing attack. In order for a game to really hit the over and go over, it has to. You have to. At least hit a few big passes or something. You can't just rely on the run game, generally speaking, every single time if you want to hit over bets. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that if you're going to talk about a pass game that's going to be certainly limited, then definitely take the under. Second one for me. I'm going to play it. 52
0: and a half. I'll take the under. Now watch. I give all these great reasons why it's under. These two teams, it'll be 45-44. Unless there's some I, I crazy just,
1: rushing attack. Yeah, nah,
0: it, it, it's not. I mean, you just you look at it. Uh, I, come on. Um... The other game that I thought was interesting, there's two. One, to me, is a play. The other is very frightening, and you either have to bet a number and the trends or stay away. I'll explain. But the other one, what about Liberty um, against Georgia Southern? Yep. Now, A curable or yeah, whatever it's whatever called. whatever that is. But I, I think you can, you can have a little bit of a motivational angle here with Liberty. I mean, Hugh Freeze has got this team in a bowl game when the school barely existed 15 years ago. Um, their quarterback's name is Buckshot. It really doesn't get better, but Liberty has a big-time passing attack. You look at some of the metrics, you know, Georgia Southern. Boy, if you get in the red zone against them, you get a touchdown. Um, you know, you wonder Georgia Southern. Their goal was to win the Sun Belt, beat Appy State. Uh, it just didn't happen. I mean, Appy State has been uh, has been a monster, despite actually getting them in the regular season. I think Liberty's probably a little more hyped up. You're getting four and a half. Um, and what I like, too, 48% of bets, 59% of the money. You're getting some nice heavy picks there on on heavy dollar amounts on Liberty. I don't mind Liberty plus four and a half here. Take the passing attack. And, and if they can get in the red zone, Georgia Southern ain't going to stop them. Um, I, I'm gonna make Liberty plus four and a half a fun little play here for myself. I got I gotta you know no, I, I like it. People want picks. I can't just say that's a pass for
1: me. No, I like it. I, I I'll let you have this one, but it's Yeah, you don't want no part of it. Well that I shit. just don't know enough about when I'm looking at the spread, it it seems too easy to me, which scares me. It's what do you I, mean? I don't know why it's I don't know why it's like that. Well listen, it uh, opens up with Liberty it's, getting four and a half points. It yeah, seems it like it should be the six. opposite almost.
0: I mean listen, if, if you were on the Georgia if you like Georgia Southern Maybe you wait. Maybe it goes down to four even. Yeah. Maybe it goes down to three and a half. It opened at six. I think Liberty's an interesting play. Now, here's the one that I think is a, a run, run for your life game. SMU lay in three as they travel to Boca Raton to take on Florida Atlantic, who resides in Boca Raton. Yeah, it's a home game. So this is what's interesting, and this is what scares the shit out of me. Ready? Yep. SMU's the better football team. There's really no question. They're a the better football team. They had a better season. They got a better quarterback. They got a better, more consistent offense. SMU. But then you look and go, all right, 80% of the bets, 70% of the money's SMU. Why is that number not moved off the key figure of three? Mm. Why hasn't it gone to three and a half, four, four and a half? Huh. Then you factor in, wait a second. SMU didn't lose their head coach. FAU did. Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss. The defensive coordinator for FAU who has the interim tag is going to take over. FAU, by metrics, has an offense that either scores a 60-yard touchdown or goes three and out. Very boomer bust. Nothing from a football standpoint would suggest FAU here. Now, if I'm cruising, just flying, I'm hot as a firecracker, I just go, makes no sense, take an FAU. I'm scared to do it because of how bad I've been. Mike, nothing football-wise suggests Florida Atlantic. But yet, that number has not moved. And SMU is getting pounded with flavor, as Eric Thies would say. (laughs) Pounded. SMU is everybody's public choice. And here you sit. And you look at that number just hanging at three. Mike... You do what you want. For me, for me, I think that's FAU. But you, you, right okay. now, you are the godfather of sports betting, so I'm, I'm paying deference to I you. I
1: like the, uh, like, a, like a total in this one. It's like 100 in this game. Yeah, it's 70 and a half. I see it opened at 72. Now the live is 70 and a half. Oh, my uh, God. You mentioned the thing with the D.C. taking over. I think that would be kind of grounds, too, to maybe we're going to show some defense in this game. I, 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 I don't think that... If anything, I'd lead towards the under in this because you look at some of the trends too. The under is eight and three in FAU's last eleven games, believe it or not. I just don't know why it's this high. It seems it's almost seems too easy, but hey, I'm just gonna play this one. Maybe it's an really? example where it seems too easy and it is, but seventy and a half points, that is that's that's too high for these two teams, right? Or am I crazy? No, I Mike, look, totals are
0: not my expertise. Um I, I really shudder. When we're talking about a total of over 70, you're talking about that's, 10 that's touchdowns. I mean. Look, I mean, SMU with, with uh, the Texas transfer, uh, Boucher or Bouchel, whatever the hell his name is, from, te- uh, from uh, Texas, they've got the offense. I mean, they've, 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 they can do it. Uh, my fear would be motivational. I mean, is SMU, who spent the whole season ranked and had designs on winning the American Conference, really pumped up about the Boca Raton Bowl? I doubt it. I just, Mike, you can take the total. Uh, To me, everything here says take FAU. So I'm telling people, don't do this. Just don't. Run away from it. But I don't know. I'd like, you know what the problem is? From a football standpoint, it's Mm -hmm. SMU all day. It's SMU all day.
1: Yeah. But I'll take FAU. Screw it. That's how you make money right there.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, is it?
1: Signed Redskins six and
0: a half. Kicks,
1: with big uh, yeah. big kicks, big uh, picks like that.
0: I mean, listen, I just think you gotta you gotta look at the betting stuff. And if you don't and you 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 fly blind and go team A is better than team B, you're never gonna win. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the National Football League. Let's start it out. Mikey, you've been fabulous in the NFL the last month. I frankly don't deserve even a seat at the table, so I am going to follow uh, I'll give you a couple of picks, but you kick us off. You want to go down
1: the line? Yeah, quickly though. I did want to add Central Michigan and the New Mexico Bowl. What? C- Central plus three and a half. Oh uh, they've my covered. God. They've covered in seven of the last nine games. They've really closed the season well. Uh, the seasons. The seasons progressed nicely for them. I think they're going to carry that into the New Mexico Bowl. But yeah, sorry. On to the NFL. No, hold on. Hold on.
0: Timeout. 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 Look at this. See, this is a game. I had no interest in and and Mike, fascinating. Mm-hmm. As SDSU opens up at minus six and a half. This spread, despite everyone hammering San Diego State, sixty-eight percent of the bets, Not too, seventy percent of the money. Despite that, this spread is down to three and a half. Yeah, significantly. Yep. So I'm just going to oh, lock in. I'm going to lock boy. in
1: with Central in this. Oh boy. Mike, that doesn't make any sense. no, and, and I get it. I, I think that and I've watched Diego's. Central a couple times. They've closed the season really well,
0: Mike, especially from betting perspective. How did this slip by my radar? <laughs> I just wanted to sprinkle it in there. No, but Mike, think about this, and for people listening, yeah, you're explain, explain how everyone's betting on the favorite. That number's not going out. Explain how. you, you. It looks so good. See, I don't know. I don't know anything about Central. I understand what they've accomplished. I just I haven't watched them. And and SDSU is a team whose offense is morbid. I mean, awful. Mike, I give you credit on this one, but because I'm ice cold, I, I just I'm scared shitless to do it. But I think you're on the right side by the numbers. Yeah. That is terrifying. Three and a half from six and a half. Oh, okay. Big Power's at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go solar. Powerhome Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight when Big Power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, Big Power Company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Powerhome Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to Powerhome.com. That's Powerhome.com or give them a call today, one 800 solar 15 That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. Uh, All right, let's go to the NFL. Let's just run down the line. Yes. And you can just tell me uh, where your interest is. Now, believe it or not, the first game, I I do have a selection, which means you people should go the opposite way. Um, And it's the same principle as Florida Atlantic. Houston is traveling to Tampa. This line opened up with Houston as a one-point underdog. It has now swung to Houston laying a full three. Yeah, 82% of the bets, 81% of the money. You're getting a key figure here. I think Houston is a very up-and-down football team. Tampa is, honestly, they're scary offensively. And I know Mike Evans is is probably done for the year and Godwin's hurt, but
1: like, Mike, do you trust Houston in a big spot? I don't I know. I, I, was, I was really thinking about this game earlier because, yeah, Tampa Bay's offense has been incredible. Um, I, I'm struggling with this one because I think it's, a, it's certainly a game that could get into the low 30s with each team. But I just, Mike, I really, when I'm uncertain like this about one, I kind of just stay away because I don't know what side to be on in this. Here's the other crazy. thing, too.
0: Look, the Bucs have had a really tough schedule. They're ending a seven-week stretch without a home game from weeks four to ten. Mm-hmm. And look, when when you actually put metrics to this game, the Bucs match up really well. Then factor in weather. I mean, you have a chance here that this is just going to be a, a pouring rain. And that'll limit the Texans. The Bucks have had kind of a steady eddy ground game. You know what the Bucs don't let you do? They don't let you run the ball. Their D line is pretty damn fierce. Yeah.
1: Um, now, do you, do you factor in motivation at all to this game? The fact that Tampa Bay out of playoff contention,
0: while Yeah, but the, but the, while
1: the Texans they could lock up the AFC South, yeah, but they're coming off a win four in a row.
0: You know, with the Bucks, you they're, they're hot. You got You got the number one DVOA run defense in the league. Uh, you got a very mediocre Houston secondary. I, I got to be honest. Um, if you can get three and a half here, I take the Buccaneers. Yeah. I need three and a half, though. And right now I'm showing three flat. I'm going to wait. If it goes to three and a half, put this down in your notes. Three and a half or better, I'll take the Bucks cool all right i like how you jotted that down in real time it makes it feel like a very dramatic yeah (laughs) um uh, hey this is the mikey special for you my friend oh Uh, man i know what you're gonna say uh, new england minus six and a half they're playing the, the the bills so weird the bills are the public side here they're getting public support in tickets they're getting public support in the amount of money spread is now under a touchdown so clearly a different value for the dog i'm gonna leave this to sully I have done a horrific job talking Buffalo Bills football. I don't deserve to speak on it, and Sully is the king of Patriot affairs. Michael,
1: yeah, it's. I think it's. I hate betting against the Patriots, but everything I look at with this game would say bet the Bills. Uh, I think you could. It'll be lower scoring. You could see 2017 type of game, and hey, either way, you'd win with the Bills. Uh, so I, I can totally back, and, and I, I will play Buffalo with this pick. You know, That's more of a show thing where I never bet against the Patriots. But it's easy just to look at it and say, hey, the Bills at Foxborough, they're 2-16 and 16 since 2000, right? Um, but when you look at the game itself, Patriots' offense is definitely limited, right? And the, the concern would be, I understand, the concern would be the Bills' offense against the Patriots' defense. But you know what? I think Josh Allen has a pretty good game. He seems to step up in big games and, and really get his team going. So I think Bills plus 6.5, especially with that hook on there, not just 6 at 6.5, is a good value. I, I, I See, I tend to agree with you. And remember, the first matchup, Josh Allen got
0: concussed and knocked out of the game. Uh, it was an ugly, ugly football game. I think it finished 16-10. to 10. Uh, Both these teams are going to take away your ability to throw the ball. Josh Allen will take away your ability to throw the ball on his own. I mean, he's just not an accurate passer. But both these teams are going to want to pound the rock. The, the hard part for me the unpredictability of josh allen um you know what if he what if he turns in one of his signature games you know scrambling around makes a couple of big throws john brown is that deep threat who's kind of diversified his game now he's a more complete receiver mike i've done such a bad job with buffalo you know like same thing i took buffalo plus six and a half they lose by seven to the ravens i go against buffalo last sunday with the steelers ah they go fuck you and they beat me i I just i don't have a read here and without it being seven or more, I'm going to stay away from it. You know, total, I don't know, over, under 37 and a half. That's yeah, crazy low. Do you, do, you, do you just lock in and over there, even though that's the sucker's delight?
1: Yeah, it, well, it is it is crazy low. I, I think it's it's accurate, though. Frankly, I said 20 to 17. That's probably right where it should be, but... I could see a low-scoring game in this one. That's why I would just stay away from the over. All right, game three, and I'm not
0: touching this with a 10-foot pole. Frisco minus 6.5 as they host the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams turned in the dog shit performance of the week last week. Niners coming off that stinging loss. I do think you had a situation where both teams were looking ahead to this game as the 49ers were playing the, the ridiculously bad Atlanta Falcons, even though we liked Atlanta with the points. And and the Rams are playing the Cowboys. And look, this one would suggest San Francisco. Yep. But I am not going anywhere near, again, this is, look at this, another massive public team with almost 90% of tickets, 90% of the money. Uh, I'm not going anywhere near that type of public team because the number hasn't moved. If that much support is on Frisco, how has this thing not crossed the total of seven? How am I not getting seven and a half? I, I just I'm not touching that at six and a half. I leave it to you.
1: You know what? Maybe it is a suckers play, but I'm going 49ers here. God, you delight
0: my my senses with these public plays. Go well, on.
1: I did win the Atlanta one last you week, got, which was plus eleven. You got guts. I think and here's the reason I say this too, and I mentioned motivation a few a few games ago. I think it's a situation where the Rams have nothing to play for. There's a 97% chance that they're not going to make the playoffs. So besides, sure, we'd love to ruin the 49ers' chances of being the top seed or something stupid like that— um, I just without much to play for, the 49ers take care of business, and they're they're trying to lock up that number 1 seed, and they kind of run away with this game late. I think it's a situation where they do win by 10-plus, and you also factor in the Rams playing consecutive road games too. So I, I would go 49ers minus 6.5. It's amazing when you look at that game last week, we talked about the wild spread movement with Cowboys and
0: Rams and what was going yep. on, and everything pointed to, all right, well, the Rams are kind of that right side. They got flatlined. Yep. I mean, Flatlined, lined um, Honestly, Mike, good Maybe luck. Maybe it's too easy, but it's no, it's motivation versus no motivation. Good luck, and God bless. You go for it, buddy. You've been red hot. You do your thing. Who who gives a shit what I have to say? Um, <laughs> Bengals, Miami. Nope.
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, the quest for the, the top five pick type yeah, teams. I, this, is, this game's huge for Lions draft implications. It, it but, is.
0: Yeah. Uh, look, I'll just put it there. It opened Miami minus three. It's now a pick. I was dumb enough. I took the Bengals last week at 10 and a half. And again, it, this is what I, I talked about. I don't deserve a right to cry uh, of going, I can't believe the Bengals threw a pick six or why do they keep picking on Stephon Gilmore? Because they're the Bengals. You know, it was a 10-10 game. It was 13-10 at the half. I felt great. I'm going. This is exactly the type of game I thought we'd have. The Bengals are are playing better than they 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 look. Not uh, the Patriots stink. Second half comes out. The wheels fell off the wagon. I got Andy Dalton trying to challenge Stephon Gilmore late to the to the flat. Pick six. Fumble. Now we're letting Rex Burkhead run around like an idiot. I, I just hey. You want to take either one of these teams, you do it. The ticket count, the money, it's damn near 50-50. I don't see any advantage here. I'm out.
1: Nope. I'm going to certainly be rooting for the Dolphins. i am definitely be rooting for them to win and, and bump the Lions up another slot, but I'm going to stay away from it from a betting perspective. As our boy Dan Katz, the big cat, likes
0: to say, don't gamble unless you like pain. Like, this is pain. I love the pain. I'm going right back to the Redskins in this next matchup. I mm. I know. Worst beat of my life, and you're going to go, well, why would you go back to them? I think it's very, very simple. Giants QB, spot will be in flux. You might get Danny Dimes back. Washington only laying two and a half, and here's what I love, 40% of tickets and almost 70% of dollars, Redskins. I love it. I just think the Redskins have been playing a lot better. They're pounding the rock. Haskins seems to hit a big play to McLaurin every week. The Giants' secondary is grotesque. The Giants, simply put, are not going to win back-to-back games, and they're not going to go on the road and do this. I'm going to take Washington. I'm going to lay the two-and-a-half. I I just cannot. The Giants are a terrible, terrible football team, and they're not getting better. And last week is not some indicator of improvement. Last week was Miami imploding. (laughs) Imploding. Imploding. I'll take the Redskins, lay the 2.5. No, and
1: it's n- no disagreement. I endorse that pick. Uh, it's not a play because I can't play 20 games even yes, though I'd like to. Yes, but you can. if it, Some of that carryover, right? Dwayne Haskins and whatnot. I could see a game where it's 26-17, 26-20 type thing. And Yeah, I, I like Washington
0: as well. I'm going to give you back-to-back plays because it's the order of the games that they are listed. This one is frightening, but I'm sticking with it. I love an underdog that no one's paying attention to that's got a lot of money support. That's right. (laughs) Give me the gritty, gutty, resilient, mustached Tennessee Titans.
1: Oh, I've been waiting for this game, yes.
0: Tennessee plus three, only 25% of bets, over 40% of the money. I just think you're getting a really nice value here. Um, Tennessee's going to line up and bang. New Orleans' D-line is all kinds of beat up. Tannehill's playing as one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football. You get Tennessee at home. You get New Orleans outside, off the fast track. Playoff chase for the Titans. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think this is a really nice spot for an underdog. You're getting three. I like the Titans.
1: I told I was really trying to bet the Saints in this one, and I told myself, oh, no. I told myself, just, just don't. Don't bet this game, period, because I was looking into too many stats, and the one that I was trying to sell myself on was, hey, take Drew Brees out of it, take the quarterbacks out of it, look at the running game. And Derrick Henry has been great, but the Saints do have the fourth best run defense in the league. So that kind of gave me pause, but then I saw a lot of people picking Tennessee, and Tennessee still is in it, and they are trying to really rally and make the playoffs. So I just said, you know what, there's too much going on. It's probably going to be close. I'm just going to stay away from this one.
0: Um, damn it. I really thought you were going to end no, up talking and I was tra- yourself No, I was—I was in. trying
1: to talk myself into the Saints, but I just couldn't because of various factors. And there's just too much. Like yeah, I said, there's I,
0: too I many just, thing, too many moving parts. I just think again, you've got one of these short public road favorites. Not interested to it. I'm really not. I mean, basically, <sighs> and Henry's been great. At, to as, his credit, as as the Action Network put it, and this is a this is a really brilliant way of phrasing it. The biggest red flag of all, the market is inviting you to bet on the Saints. Yeah. They're, they're inviting you. And if betting is as simple as betting on the teams that look good the week before, we'd all be millionaires. I know. No book would be in business. I, I happen to agree here. The key, here's the key. You really want three and a half. Now, look. Yeah. I'm going to get three and a half by hook or by crook. I don't think this game's going under. Okay? I don't think you're going back to two and a half. If I have to buy it to three and a half and pay a little extra juice, I will uh you want to note the account fine add it add it to the money i lost last week we'll take care of it but i i mean i'm gonna get three and a half okay so just avoid that twenty four twenty one 21 type yeah you know, no, no, no no the value there's immense value between three and a half and three i'm taking the titans though and if i have to pay minus 120 or minus 125 for that three and a half i'm gonna do it yeah so i'm gonna take the titans and uh close my eyes Next down the list, you yes. good? Yes, yeah, I, 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 no, I,
1: I'm Pat. I'm I can't get you would bored. Like to play
0: it, but can't get you aboard the uh, Titan train. No, because right.
1: just because that run defense with the Saints, I'm taking breeze out of it, but that run defense is outstanding. I'm going to stick to my guns here. This is a it looks too
0: easy, so no way. Short road favorite public team, Steelers laying three at the New York Jets. Yep, I love the Jets. Oh, that's right, do you? Yeah, no, this is simple. I'm not taking. The short road favorite. The Duck Hodges experience is now maybe on the downside. Jets, plus a field goal at home, only getting about 35% of tickets, getting almost 60% of the money. Yeah. Mike, come on, man. The Steelers are a huge public team. They got to go on the road after that home loss to Buffalo. I think they walk into a trap, and the Jets are a very up-and-down team. The Jets probably bounce back. Play a nice game, you know. Again, no one's going to bet on the Jets after the way they played against the Ravens. Steelers highly public. Steelers need it more. It's just too easy. Well, then why is that line sitting there like a fart in church at three? Yep. I think you take the Jets. I love the money differential. I think Sam Darnold's been playing better football. I, I just think the Jets at a spot. I'm going to look. I'm not telling anybody to follow anything I'm doing. But I'll be damned if I'm going to end up losing the rest of the, the rest of my bankroll for the year betting these short, public, bullshit favorites. I can't do it. It's not the right thing to do. Yeah, it's... It's like lying. Just because you can get away with it, it doesn't make it right. Although the easiest bet last week, which I hit, was the uh, Tampa Bay against Detroit. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do for you, Francis. You ready? I'm going to give you an opportunity to bet the most ding-dong public favorite road favorite maybe in the history of NFL football next alright you're
1: out on this good. Go, oh no the only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go under on it now it's thirty seven and a half. I believe it's I think this is a low scoring sloppy game the Steelers in their last four they've allowed 17 points or less and, and it's I think you could see like a 19-16 type ridiculous game. So I'm going to actually go under 37 and a half. Here we go. Mike Sullivan's chance to make a easy
0: public bet where every guy four bud lights deep in the sports book is on the Baltimore Ravens laying a full 10 in (laughs) Cleveland. 90% of bets, 85% of money. Oh my God, this is easy. Oh my God, Baltimore blows everybody yep. out, bro, bro. This is this is a lock. Okay, you want it? You got it. I, no fucking way. Am I laying ten points? Cleveland kicked their ass earlier this year. Cleveland, who knows what's going on there emotionally? Are they are they going to check in? Check out? Is it, yep. it, it, it Mike? Yep. You want it? You got it. This is your time to shine. The dance floor's open. Well, what do you mean
1: by that? You think they are checked out? No, you're the king of the public. Lay the points. Fuck it. Fuck it. Go on. The no, road. it seems too easy. I'll tell you that doesn't. Go it? ahead. Doesn't it seem like a 35-20? twenty? Doesn't it seem my, like a, uh, a? I will tell. Thirty-one you, to seventeen. I'm telling
0: you openly. My <laughs> confidence is shattered. My manhood has been tested since December. the calendar hit December in the NFL? I, if I were hot. If I were you, yeah. Oh, me being a nutcase, I'd be all over the Browns, getting ten. Yeah. Now, as a scaredy cat, as someone who's just trying to preserve <laughs> some dignity, I'm not touching this game. But you, as the man who loves the freight train, you love having the, State. You and, love yeah. having the Bud Light guy on your side.
1: Just, just for you, sh- sure. I'll you do sh- it. No, 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 don't do that. Just for you, I will do Ravens. It and watch the Ravens are going to win by I know. sixty, folks. <laughs> It's hey, you're right. It's total shit show in Cleveland. Lamar Jackson has been incredible. You'd like to think he just goes and eats them alive. Ravens have been absolutely rolling, and their team chemistry seems incredible too, with all that you read and and whatnot. So, ah, uh, sure, what the hell? Ravens minus a full ten. I hate double digits in the NFL. But oh yeah, why not? Let's let's Ohio State principal until they prove you wrong. Bet on them. It looks so
0: easy, doesn't it? Yep. And you know it's not. That's yep. why the lights are bright. All right, let's move along. Uh, next one on the list, Carolina. Indianapolis open six and a half. It's out to Panthers plus seven. Um, look, public is all over Carolina. Indianapolis off that god-awful performance against the Saints has lost the public support. Yep. Um, hey, all I would say to you is this: if everybody's all over Carolina, why'd the spread go out from six and a half to seven? My guess, the right people are on the Colts. I am not touching this. I have no read on either of these teams. Total pass for me. Michael.
1: This is an interesting one, Mike. I'm surprised you do have a pass on it. Um...
0: Mike, I don't have confidence. I can't even look at myself after Washington plus six and a half went up in flames. Seattle minus six. I had App State lose by a half point. You don't understand the pain of what my December is. If I were Santa Claus, I'd get stuck in a fucking chimney, and somebody would ignite the goddamn fireplace, and I would die at this point. I have nothing
1: I'm going to make a bold play on the underdog here I think that will Greer's going to come in he's going to play well it's his first start you know oh, and man. and I think it's it also is a situation too where Colts they're done in the playoff quest Panthers they've long been done, so there is kind of that okay, what are we doing here type thing will Greer's certainly going to be the one that is the most hyped up and motivated here so can they keep it within seven yeah i think they can i'm gonna take panthers plus seven
0: you know my you know my deal if you're taking an underdog of about a touchdown you know what i'm gonna say to you don't you Hmm. you gotta add something to that seven and a half nope what do you mean what what would what do i always do and what what would i say used to do like it was 10 years ago what was i having a ton of success with earlier in the year with underdogs you gotta, them. No, you know you got to put a little bit of sugar.
1: Oh, on the money line. There, yeah, that's, that's right. yeah, my gotcha. boy. Gotcha. That's my boy. You no, can, I, it I, you could I, can probably get sure. damn near no. plus 300 on. I could see them winning this, a close game straight up. Absolutely. Just, but, and, and I think they'll, they'll definitely stay within seven. They'll probably be a little, probably be a game in the low 20s, I'd say. But, and, and here's where I'll give you credit on this look,
0: it's clear Kyle Allen's not the answer. It's clear yep. Kyle Allen is just not, not a part of their future. Will Greer's the guy they drafted. There's a chance for a week he plays a lot better. The Colts running that goddamn god-awful zone that they run. You know what, Mike? It's—I wish I had the guts to do it. I'm just telling you, if you're going to bet the Panthers, do it for Grandpa Mike.
1: Just sprinkle, yeah, I got a, you.
0: Spring, Come on, just sprinkle a little something on that money line, will you please?
1: Yeah, no, All and right. that's fair, especially with, like I said, the motivation that Will Greer's is going to have. All right, let's speed this puppy up for the
0: people. Uh, Atlanta Jacksonville opened at seven. It's at seven. I have absolutely no opinion on this football game. Nope. None. No read. Make it easy then. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm just going to move on. Is that okay? Yeah, it's a weird. that's yeah, sitting at seven too. All right, Raiders really let me down last week. Final performance at Oakland was an absolute debacle. Uh, they are now on the road as seven-point dogs in L.A. against the Chargers. This is a 50-50 coin toss game. I don't have a huge opinion on it. Mike, anything from you on this? This no. seems like a Sullivan Total special here, no?
1: Raiders are barely alive in the playoff chase. Um, what What is the over-under at right now on this one? It is... Over-under is yeah, I would, I would, I would slightly lean towards the over, but it's probably not that big of a. No, I'm not that, I'm not that confident to do the over, but I would. It'd be a slight lean towards it. All right, let's move past it. Um, boy, this this one
0: is this is brutal. Denver minus seven, hosting the Detroit Lions. Yep. Why am I hesitating from taking the Broncos?
1: No, you shouldn't. Without how bad Detroit is, are you doing it? I, I, what makes me nervous is I have a couple of big minus. I have a minus ten and a minus six and a half. I don't like playing too many. Oh, you minus don't. sevens. Oh, you don't. No. Huh? But all jokes aside, I don't. I don't like playing several touchdown type bets Mike, a honestly, weekend because they just don't. They don't. Listen. They don't cover. There's there's you know, the odds of hitting three to four bets the on one, Sunday where it's seven points plus is tough. Oh, you mean like last Sunday? It was
0: like porn for you. <laughs> yeah. The one o'clock window, seven of eight favorites cover. The one favorite that didn't was a push. You couldn't lose. Yeah. Walk into the sports book naked, drunk, and on meth. Bet every favorite, retire. Yep. I mean, Mike, you do what you got to do. Um, here, Here's my thing. I think the total could be interesting. I thought you'd be all over this total. I'm really surprised. Total is 30- In what way? Over? Yeah, 38 and a half. The Lions are an over machine right well, now.
1: Well, that basically basically means you need Denver to put up twenty eight because I don't think the Lions are putting up any more than like thirteen. Okay. I think they've been terrible. And look, it it should okay. be yeah, it should be a game where you say, hey, Drew Lock, they're they're just gonna. It, it's a a perfect pill for the Broncos right now. They're just gonna blow the Lions out. All right, Cowboys Eagles, let's just get to
0: it. This is the battle for the NFC East. Cowboys opened up. Uh, I want to make sure I get the right line here, and I apologize, guys. I try to be sharp about it. Uh, the Cowboys opened up in a pick 'em. It is now Cowboys minus two and a half. Earth is on the Cowboys. Here's the problem: yep. Dak Prescott not practicing. Dak Prescott AC joint sprain. Dak Prescott cortisone shot. You know what follows a cortisone shot in the NFL? If you're going to play and it's a shoulder injury, probably tore it all. Dak Prescott, major question mark. Then we factor in Tyron Smith, left tackle, major question mark. Then we factor that Philly really does a good job taking away your running game. Hmm. Quarterback, AC joint sprain, all drugged up, don't know what he's going to be capable of doing. Huh. Then we see Dallas as a highly public short road favorite. Yeah, not great, Bob. I'm gonna go ahead and just take the Eagles here. Yep. 24% of the tickets, 26% of the money. You've given me a couple of points here. I like the signs. I like where it's headed. I cannot trust Dak. Pre- I mean, AC joint sprains are incredibly painful. And then you got a left tackle question there. This is the battle for the division and Phillies at home. As bad as they've looked, I'm gonna take Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I you can you can laugh at that and go, Mike, you're a goddamn idiot. I might
1: be, probably am. I'm taking Philly. I like it, man. And it's it's a game where I I'm gonna play the total though because I think it goes under. I believe it's sitting at 47 flat right now. Two teams, each top nine defensively. I don't mm-hmm. think this is going to be some shootout. You mentioned the stuff with the division; they're going to lock down a little bit. Over under 46. Is it? Went down to 46, I, 46 and a half, but okay, whatever. Take 46 and a half? Um, yeah, that's 46 and If you have
0: fine. it on your site and you can bet it with your guy, it's 46 Yeah, and a half.
1: 46, say? 46, oh there, it was. opened uh, 47 and a half down to 46 and a half. I think when you have two teams that are playing for the division, they're going to lock down a little bit more defensively. And like I said, they're good defensively. Each in the top nine, two of the top nine defensive teams in total defense. So yeah, I, I'm going to go with the under 46 and a half um, and I'm going to be rooting for Dallas, too, for the Lions' implications because you want Philly not to have anything to play for the last week against the I'll Giants. I'll
0: the other thing I like. I like what I've seen from Miles Sanders the last couple of weeks. I think Miles Sanders could be an X-factor in this game. The Eagles yep. are going to need a couple of big plays, and it's going to be hard to get him at the wide receiver spot. I mean, Greg Warder used to be the QB of the Houston Cougars. He's now stepped up. Um, look, the wide receiving core has been a mess all year. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be yep. the tight ends. It's going to be the backs. It's going to be an occasional play by Greg Ward or some receiver you never heard of. Right. But overall, it's it's an injured Dak Prescott. It's a banged up O line. It's a team that takes away the run. Yeah, I'm taking the home dog here. Uh, Arizona, Seattle. This has got Sullivan written all over it. Uh, I personally am running scared from this game. I bet with Seattle they push. I bet against Seattle they beat the shit out of me. Arizona I can't figure out anymore I don't know that there's a ton of value but it's Seattle minus nine and a half yeah a ton of points here um and if it matters to you the public's on on Arizona I mean they're getting a lot of support here Mike what do you want to do uh pass nothing
1: because yeah the Seahawks they certainly want the number one overall seed I get that but they every every single game this year the Seahawks it's close from a point spread perspective. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, I, I see a game where where you could have Arizona sliding in and covering this number. So I, I'm just sliding gonna pass sliding in the DMs. And, and i like I feel like I've won twice this year on Arizona that have, when they've been underdogs like that, I could see them covering late in the game. Uh, Kansas City, Chicago,
0: Kansas City, a four point road favorite now out to six. Yeah. Planet Earth is on Kansas City over ninety percent each of tickets and bets and i can't touch this game i don't like laying huge points road favorites i don't like huge road favorites but unless I'm getting the Bears at or above seven, there's just not enough value there. And by the way, fuck you, Mitch Trubisky. Thanks for nothing last week. They nope. had a million ways to win for us Bears plus four and a half people, and they blew that game seven ways to Sunday. Sorry, that was a quick aside. Anything on this nope. game, it
1: looks too easy, so it scares me. a Come on, take another
0: gonna... big public road
1: favorite. Do it for me. Come on. No, I'm Come not. Come on. <laughs> well, hey, I, it's, that's that's what you want to do, but it's probably too easy, but With the, especially with the Bears being out of the playoffs and the Chiefs trying to improve their seed yeah, watch but, it'll be the easiest game of the week Chiefs will yeah, win by 30 and, and it very well
0: might be and you're sitting here going why didn't I very just well go with could it? be a 31-17 all right last one of the week and then we got a wrap Green Bay travels to Minnesota I think it's a great spot for Minnesota but I'm scared because in big spots like this Kirk Cousins generally turns into a pumpkin last week you saw the scary line of the week we went with the line we went with kind of that 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 angle and it was the easiest bet of the week Minnesota laying one and a half they win by 50 and you go how? How is this line one and a half? They're laying five and a half here. I mean, you're getting a fully juiced Minnesota. I, the, the Packers have not played good football. I mean, there's just no way around it. This looks like a Minnesota spot, but I have such a hard time trusting Kirk Cousins in yep. the night game. And totally the stats agree. back it. I'm staying away from it.
1: Totally agree. You watch this one, you enjoy it. It should be a I think it'll be a good game, but I got my nine games. I'm not playing this one. All right. So my picks for the week. I'm gonna take Philly. God
0: help me. I'm gonna take the Jets, God help me. Tennessee, Washington, and Tampa Bay. So I've just given you five losers there. And the numbers, oh. they're earlier in the pod. Okay. Yep. College football, I've got a very limited selection sheet. It's very simple. I'm gonna take the under in the Bahama Bowl, 52 and a half. I'm gonna take Liberty plus four and a half. And for no good reason, just because it looks too easy on the other side, I'm going to go ahead and just grab FAU in the what the hell is this line game of the week? FAU plus three. Those are my picks.
1: Yeah, Buffalo under 52.5. FAU under 70.5. My God. Central Michigan, I do like a lot. Central Michigan plus 3.5. Buffalo Bills plus 6.5. Niners minus 6.5. The opposite. Got the Steelers under 38. Ravens minus 10. Panthers plus 7 and then the uh, Cowboys game under 46 and a half
0: David Sexy Stat Time is next guys whatever you do have a great holiday yep win or lose whatever don't be in a bad mood for the holidays we will get with you next week and for God's sakes could I possibly do okay in the NFL <laughs> I
2: don't even remember what it feels like it's time for another edition of Sexy Stat Time with The Hatchet Man let's start over in the college ranks as the bowl season gets underway starting Friday, Chris Falica tweeted out a few notes regarding a few bowls that I wanted to bring your attention to. Over the last three years, the PAC 12 is four 17 and one against the spread in bowl games. That includes one nine and one Mark as a favorite PAC 12 teams are four 12 straight up in bowl games over the last two years. So keep a note that Boise State against Washington in the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Washington is the three and a half point favorite in that game. Let's move over to a bowl game on Monday. The Bad Boy Mowers Casparilla Bowl. Chris Falica tweeted this out. UCF is a 17 and a half point favorite versus Marshall in this bowl game. In the last 15 years, the three bowl favorites of at least 17 points all covered, winning 50 to 3, 58 to 14, and 48 to 20. Again, that bowl game, the bad boy mowers Casparilla Bowl, is Monday. Let's move over to the NFL. A few Saturday games, but I want to focus on the Rams at the 49ers, as the 49ers are the six and a half point favorite. San Francisco's defense is second in allowing 269 yards per game, fifth by conceding just 18.4 points per game. But check this out. The 49ers defense since week nine are giving up 25.9 points per game, 180 passing yards per game, 133.6 rushing yards per game. So they're not looking as stout as they were earlier in the season. Again, that's since week nine let's move over to the Jags at the Falcons the Falcons are the seven point favorite at the bye week due to the first half season struggles coach Dan Quinn decided to give up the defensive play calling the Falcons defense since then is giving up just 19.2 points per game and the Falcons are also four and two in that same span let's move over to the Saints at the Titans the Saints are a point and a half favorite in this game. Drew Brees just broke the touchdown record this past Monday. He now holds that record at 541 career touchdowns, surpassing Peyton Manning. But since returning from a thumb injury in Week 8, Drew Brees has completed 76.5% of his passes for just over 2,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, and 2 interceptions. His passer rating in that span is 119.1, so the late-season struggles that he's had may have been dashed due to ironically, to his earlier injury. Let's move over to the Cowboys at the Eagles. The Cowboys are a -a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. And the Cowboys have dominated the Eagles at Philadelphia. The results under Jason Garrett. Just two losses since 2010 in Philadelphia. And one of those losses was a Week 17 game in Philly, 27-13 loss in Philadelphia, so it really doesn't count when no starters played for the Cowboys. The Cowboys are currently 4 0 against the NFC East this season, and none of the four contests has been particularly close. So if you're betting Eagles to win the division, you're probably gonna lose that. Packers at the Vikings on Monday night football. Kirk Cousins has now completed 70.5% of his passes for just under 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, and five interceptions. His passer rating ranks third in the NFL. But this Monday night football game is significant because he is 0-8 in Monday night games in his career. This has been another edition of Sexy Stat Time with The Hatchet Man.